Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, February the 24th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B in the second Sunday in Lent and there's only four pieces of scripture for this week and the revised common lectionary. So I got to get a little creative on Wednesdays. So I'm going to retrieve an extra passage that we had on Ash Wednesday in order to fill in the week. So I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 6 verses 1 through 6 and 16 through 21. A lot of sixes in there. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then spend our time praying along its theme. So thanks for making this party of morning on when our eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and be God together in a time of prayer. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 and 16 through 21. Be careful not to display your righteousness merely to be seen by people. Otherwise, you'll have no reward with your Father in heaven. Thus, whenever you do a charitable giving, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in synagogues and on streets so that people will praise them. I tell you the truth, they have their reward. But when you do your giving, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your gift may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray while standing in synagogues and on street corners so that people can see them. Truly I say to you, they have their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look sullen like the hypocrites, for they make their faces unattractive so that people will see them fasting. I tell you the truth, they have their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others when you are fasting, but only to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not accumulate for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and devouring insect destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But accumulate for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and devouring insect do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of God for us. About 10 days ago, uh, at the time of this recording, like most of the United States, we had that Arctic blast come through our community. And we were surprised here at the church office one day. We had a husband and wife couple come up, and they had a box full of these, I don't know, styrofoam things. And from a long way away, it didn't seem like much. But as they went from office to office, they spent time with us, and they talked to us about how we spent so much time uh, putting together ministry and worship services and programs for the church that we probably don't have time to go take care of our household needs before the freeze comes in. So they gave us these these styrofoam things that you put over the outside of your outdoor faucets so that um, those pipes would not freeze whenever the cold winter air would come in. And so I just thought it was wonderful. They said, we went to Lowe's, we bought them out, and we want to make sure that you guys' needs are covered. And I thought, that's great. I mean, other than those of us who witnessed it, nobody saw this. Uh, this is something that they thought about, that they made uh, provision for in their schedules and in their finances. They were looking totally uh, for others instead of their own needs. They wanted to make sure that the church staff was supported. And I think that's how giving is supposed to work. Uh, that is such a pious and wonderful holy act that these people did, but they did it in secret in order not to receive a award or a claim. Jesus talks about three practices here in Matthew chapter 6. 
He talks about giving, he talks about prayer, and he talks about fasting. These three acts, these practices in the Christian life are ones that would bring admiration from people who could watch us do these things, right? Like if you gave a lot of money, people would just say, wow, you must have great faith to give that much money away uh, for charitable causes. Or if we prayed prayers and if they knew that we prayed for an hour or two a day, I mean, that's difficult for the majority of people. And so if they would ever find that out about you and me, like they would totally pat us on the back. They'd say, wow, you have a deep spirituality. And then if we fasted, you know, like we went from food for you know hours on end, days on end. People are like, wow, I can never do that. You must be some spiritual giant. And so Jesus is going at to the heart of three practices that would, if we, we would be tempted to use them for our own reputation, but he wants us to do them in secret so that um, our father can reward us. So what, uh, what two things can we say? I think no matter if we're new Christians or if we're seasoned Christians, we are going to be tempted to try to prove that we have a superior spirituality. We cannot help ourselves. We look at the person to our right and the person to our left, and we gauge how we are doing by how well we're performing against our neighbor, right? Like it's, you've been one of those spin classes where everyone's in the same room and there's like a screen and everyone's watching each other's performance and you're trying to outperform everyone else in the room. I mean, that is what a church can be sometimes if we're not careful. So Jesus takes the three most tempting practices. He says, I want you to do these to where you are in an audience of one and one alone. Jesus says there's benefits either way. There's a benefit to brag about these practices in public in order to receive people's praise. And there is a benefit. There are blessings to receive. We do them in secret if we believe that our heavenly father who sees in secret will reward us. And so you're going to get a blessing either way. And so the question that Jesus leaves for his audience is, which blessing do you think is better? The one that the crowd could give you or the one that our heavenly father would give us? He talks about this last part of it, 19 through 21. He talks about laying, trying to accumulate a treasure. Now, some people think that the goal of religion is to empty ourselves, and there's certainly a part of it for that. But another goal of religion is to actually get great gain. And Jesus says that if you lay up treasures in heaven by operating uh, in secret, um, that treasure will not decay and it can't be taken from you. It has a greater investment. It's a greater reward. And so as we look at Lent, I think Lent is a way for us to examine how things are going and how we might change things. And so one of the things that Jesus would want us to consider is that even even in the everyday acts of a Christian, what if we did them for the sake of one audience, the audience of one instead of the audience of the crowd, instead of like social media, you know how people post stuff on social media in order to get likes? Like what if we were obsessed with doing things in secret so that just between us and the Father, we get to spend the time relishing in that, relishing in the gifts that we give, relishing in the prayers that we pray, relishing in the way that we forego pleasures, um, earthly, even earthly sustenance in order to commune with the Father. Imagine what will happen with our faith if we do so. So let me pray for us because this takes great strength, something that develops over time. So let's take the first step towards it by asking God for his help in a time of prayer. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you give us grace in our time of need. We thank you that the scripture promises us that we can 
approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. God, we confess to you that we are tempted to take matters into our own hands and to use our spiritual practice, uh, to use our spiritual life as a way to gain notoriety from people. It's just within us. It is something that endures no matter how hard we try to confront it. But we thank you that we are victorious through Christ. We thank you that greater is he that is in us than that's in the world, the one that's whispering us, convincing us to hustle and to make uh, some sort of a name for ourselves. And so, God, uh, we thank you that the way of Christ is the way of the cross and that we can hide in the shadow of the cross and that your power resides there. And so, God, as we choose to take uh, the everyday common practices of the Christian life and we do them in secret, we pray that you would meet with with us there, that you commune with us, and that we would experience the bliss of your reward there. And I pray as we do so, it would have a compounding effect, that we would continue to do so and relish it more, that more blessings would abound, so that more relationship between you and us would abound. And so God, help us. Help us take that first step of getting out of the limelight and into cover so that we can commune with you and see you there. God, we love you and we love to love you. So may that love abound as we pursue the secret life. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.